When it comes to refrigeration, convenience is at the very heart of a Danday refrigeration. A perfect choice for convenience retailers, a Danday's patented modular units deliver so many efficiencies, it's no wonder multi-site brands such as Get-Go and Sheets are installing these temperature-stable, hold-the-cold fridges across their U.S. food courts. To find out how a Danday can help you deliver great-tasting product for your customers, save you energy and space, and improve operational efficiencies, go to adanday.co.uk or adanday.com. Professionals in the know, choose Adanday. You're listening to Shop Talk Live, the podcast brought to you by Global Convenience Store Focus. Shop Talk Live is a unique video and podcast series featuring senior retail executives in the global convenience, fuels, and mobility retail industry, hosted by Dan Munford and Carolyn Schneer. Welcome to Shop Talk Live, the podcast. I'm Carolyn Schneer. Earlier this year, we spoke with Adam Manikowski, Managing Director of Zabka Poland. In that video interview, Dan Munford and I talked with Adam about their spectacular growth in the region, including their rapid adoption of autonomous store technology and their sustainable mission. I hope you enjoy listening to this episode, and I encourage you to watch the entire webinar at globalconveniencestorefocus.co.uk. Now, um, Adam, um, if I can give you, give you a proper introduction, you've worked uh, obviously for many years uh, in various senior roles within the Zabka business, you know, from supply chain assortment, communication to um, technical uh, and, and, and sales. Um, you're now CEO. But before that, um, you had some very extensive international experience, which is being brought to bear, we can, we can see. I think there's a very exciting story today in terms of what Jabka have um, have been working on. So we're really looking forward to hearing that from you. Sure. It will be a pleasure to describe you our business model. So thank you for the invitation. Absolutely. So obviously convenience is our thing, um, Adam, as you know. And um, how is Jabka positioned for the convenience opportunity? So we... Uh... If you look at our business model and our value proposition, so we strongly believe that uh, time is the new currency right now. So for many customers, it's more important than, for example, pricing and the lowest prices. And in Jabka, we want to make sure that the customers actually can save time by not only quick shopping, but also by uh, doing and arranging other services uh, which we offer in our stores. So right now in Poland, we have 8,400 8, stores and the number is growing because we are opening more than 1,000 stores per year. This uh, this year we will open more than 1,100 uh, 1, stores. So this is like three stores per day. So this number is constantly growing, which shows that our penetration and access to the customers is increasing every day. We right now have uh, uh, around 15 million of regular customers and 3 million people visit uh, per day. And what is interesting, because uh, convenience is proximity, that 15 million Poles, they live uh, within 500 meters of our stores which shows how big access and how big penetration uh, on the market we have. We are open actually uh, all day. So our stores are open from 6 to 11 to 11 p.m. And uh, we also have some additional uh, businesses and tools to create the special ecosystem in the center of which we have a customer. So uh, we have our app which is the leading app in Poland. And they have right now, we have 8 million users, 
We are developing our e-commerce services, which is the use of deliveries under 15 minutes and Delio, like the full top-up shopping and deliveries under one hour. So, and the, the, the beauty of the model is that in the center of this is uh, customer, but also the time. And our objective is to make the customer's time uh, easier. And if you, you look at the customer, where we focus a lot is, of course, we are tracking the NPS of the customers, which is constantly growing, but we are creating the value through also proper assortment. So we are putting lots of effort to make sure that uh, we create uniqueness through the assortment. I give you the example. So only during the last 12 months, we introduced 1,000 new products to Zabka. And within those 1,000 products to Zabka, 300 of those products were unique branded products, were unique in Zabka. So we could only buy them in Zabka and those were top brands in Poland. So we are creating the uh, top of mind awareness of the customers. If you want to find something new, if you want excitement, I go to Zabka to see what are the new novelties. We are also uh, creating the excitement through promotional schemes. So we have like multi-packs, we have happy hours, we have special actions like the example for ice creams or big actions with the biggest suppliers in Poland. We are growing our offering from the Zabka Cafe perspective. And from convenience perspective, it's very important. In Jabka Cafe, you can buy coffee, you can buy hot dog, you can buy panini, you can buy burgers, you can buy meat buys, you can buy French fries, everything to consume to consume on a go. We are the biggest hot dog seller in Poland, biggest sandwiches seller in Poland. So this part of uh, our business is also very important for us. And uh, we are also looking at uh, how we are creating value through the differentiation. So we are, I think, the only retailer in Poland which has the KPI, which is the differ ratio. So we are checking on to what extent our assortment is different from other players, which uh, also creates additional competitiveness for us. Absolutely. Well, it's it's interesting. You know, we heard we 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 over the years, I guess, we've heard from a number of businesses who are are, are you know are the retail outlets that that consumers go to <coughs> for innovation. You know, and if you're doing that, it's it's obviously very important. <coughs> obviously, from a consumer perspective, uh, there's a lot going on. But stepping back and looking at the, the 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 business as a whole, there's a lot of transformation going on in in Jabka right now, or, or has been over the last few years, Adam. Yes, so we went through the big transformation program and the transformation program was around three pillars. And uh, the most important one was the first one, which is the format evolution. So just recently until 2020, we rebranded and refurbished all our stores to our Galaxy format stores. So from like the traditional corner stores, we transform those stores into modern convenience stores. Right now, I would even say ultra convenience stores. So we invested a lot into the new lighting, new layout, new fixtures, new equipment, uh, new, new layout, which allows us to have the space to grow our assortment, which is very important from convenience perspective, like uh, quick meal solutions, like food to go, like Zabka Cafe. So this was a big transformation program and it was the biggest remodeling program in Europe ever because we transformed a few thousand stores. And right now, every store we are opening, we are opening this store in this kind of format. What is also very important from a format evolution perspective is that it gives us the format flexibility and format flexibility, which I will touch on a little bit later allows us to unlock the growth potential so we can be thanks to this more locations and digital transformation which we started a few years ago 
allowed us to be more efficient and to tailor our value proposition for customers better. So right now in our company, we have 20% of people working in the digital and analytical departments, only focusing on creating the innovations and uh, digitally transforming our organizations. So and that's 20% of all your employees are, are yes. working in digital. Mm. Well, that's a very interesting number, isn't it? So we are not only saying and talking about the digital transformation, but we are actually doing this. And all the AI tools, all the machine learnings, all the nano and unmanned stores, which we will describe uh, during this conversation, this is the outcome of the work of, of, of those teams and of being really uh, very consistent in our digital transformation journey. And the third pillar, very important, is transformation of responsibility, because we know it's not only in Poland, it's across the world, the customers are more and more uh, responsible in terms of the choices. So we want to encourage our customers to do the proper and healthy consumption choices, but also as a business, we want to play a, really a role of being uh, the true member of the society which cares about the environment and also which helps to grow the local communities. Well, well, very interesting. We'd like to hear more about the digital strategy side of, uh, of, of the business, Adam. So uh, perhaps you could tell us a bit about that. Yeah, so right now I can say that after those few years of transformation, the uh, uh, we have the digitalization and it transformed all our departments. And if you look at our network, we are a complex network, yes, because we have more than 8,000 stores. We work and cooperate with more than right now 7,000 of franchisees. We have extended supply chain network, and it would be very difficult to manage this kind of big, uh, big company, big, big corporation without the proper digital tools. So if you look at the most important of them, uh, we use them... Many people ask how we are making this, that we are opening more than 1,000 stores per year without almost no zero cannibalization and uh, without diluting our return on investments. We are using, for example, artificial intelligence to assess the location which, where we want to open the stores. So what we did, we assessed almost 10 million of addresses in Poland. So we exactly know which part of Poland and where we have the biggest potential to grow and to open our stores. And we know up to with the confidence of 99% of what is going to be the future sales of the stores and even the margin mix and the, uh, uh, the profitability of the franchisee. We are also using the AI to manage the assortment. So imagine we are easily managing the 2,500 planograms, which helps us to tailor our assortment for the needs of the local customers because the customer in Warsaw is a different customer than the customer in a rural area or in the customer in the transit area. So we are able with the help of the machine learning and I also to do this. We use extensively uh, the digitalization in our supply chain to predict and to forecast the demand. We use the automated replenishment processes in our stores. So the franchisee does not need to spend lots of time to, to the ordering, just press the enter and he has uh, uh, the goods come and, uh, and we are able to maintain 99% of the shelf availability. But also we are implementing the AI tools to manage our pricing and promotional activities. So it's less, I think it's important to say that it's not only in one department, it's across all the organization. It helped us and it helps 
all the management teams to manage the processes more efficiently. But what is most important, it creates our competitive advantage because our value proposition is better tailored for franchisees and for, for the final customers. Because what we are doing from the digital transformation perspective, we are creating tools not only for customers, but also for franchisees. And in Jabka, we say that we have two hearts. One is franchisee and one is customer because there would be no Jabka without the franchisees and there would be no Jabka without customers. Yeah, very interesting. I suppose one thing that comes to mind is obviously with the scale of the business and then your the pace of your uh, continued expansion in, in the market, you, you have to have a multi-format approach to, to make that work, don't you? Exactly, exactly. And uh, also the digital, digital transformation helps us to manage multi-format approach. And you are, uh, you are truly right because multi-format approach help us not only to grow very fast, but also to maintain high economics of each stores. And right now we have the stores which are successfully operating in rural areas, successfully operating in large city areas. We have traffic stores within the traffic stores. We have even ultra high traffic stores, which are the small stores in the most traffic areas, we have mobile stores. Those are the stores which are uh, during the biggest events like concerts or fairs. So we go with the store there and we can be close to our customers, but we are also opening the stores at the petrol station. And what's also important, we are growing very fast with the numbers of our seasonal stores. So those are the stores which are at the seaside, at the biggest lakes in Poland, in the mountains in Poland. So where the customers are during the certain season of the year, so they are open for the season. And I need to tell you that in all those stores, there is a slightly different value proposition in terms of the product mix, uh, layout and assortment, but the overall value proposition for customers, which is saving the customer's time, is maintained. And we are able across all those formats due to the, especially IT tools, which we have, maintain the same consistency of the offering, which is the great value from the competitiveness perspective. It's thank you. I, I mean, it's pretty impressive, Carolyn, isn't it? Very so, impressive. Very impressive. I, I guess, Carolyn, I, 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 I've often been talking to you about Jabka Nano, and uh, and Adam, I'm going to obviously one of our reasons to, to to invite you onto the program was to hear about Jabka Nano. But just before we we do that, um, one of the, I guess one of the really interesting things about the Jabka business is that your digital strategy is um, embedded in your strategy, isn't it? It's not as if um, it's it's a tr you're do you're trialing a few autonomous stores. It's the Zabka Nano is is if you like the 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 what the consumer sees, um, but yeah. the the what's going on underneath the hood um, to use an American analogy is uh, is 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 pretty impressive across the whole business, isn't it? I mean, it's just a comment from me rather than a question. Yes, so 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 you're right. I think it's because if you look at the other retailers, everyone says about the digital evolution, but we, we revolution or transformation. But we are actually doing this. But in order to do it, you need some time. We started this uh, in 2016, and it needs to go through your organization top down. Because for this, you also need to change the mindset of the people to use those tools, yes, and not to use the tools which they've been using for like last 20 years. So it changed totally the company. And you mentioned Jab Canano which is our newest product, which we work for some time. But this is also the outcome. We wouldn't be able to create this format if not, if digitalization was not the part of our, like the core DNA. Absolutely. Well, and, the, and Adam, even just, it, just building it into your company culture, just like you said, is just so key. And I've heard from retailers 
around the globe that, that when you do that, then you really put the ambition uh, behind that. And so it, it definitely shows. And, and technology is one heck of a thing to, to put that into because it's constantly changing from, you know, 2016 to today even, and then, you know, throw in a pandemic in the middle and <laughs> change it again. <laughs> yes. So uh, I, you guys are certainly keeping on your toes, but keeping the entire company moving along the same train is and you know it, it's important to make it once you do it you you need to do it fully yes so i mean you need to find the proper capital to invest but also proper partners like we are partnering with snowflakes with salesforce with microsoft we are golden partners of them so they are all helping we are together going through this journey so i think those two aspects are very important now, nevertheless, uh, a lot of interest in in the in the stores uh, in 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 Nano. Tell us a bit about Nano, uh, Adam. Uh, so this is, as I said, our latest product. So right now we have forty six Japka Nano stores. So we can say that we are the biggest uh, unmanned stores uh, retailer in Europe right now and um, uh, Nano changed the uh, shopping experience of the customers because it's totally seamless. So you enter the Nano store using your app or the credit card and you take the product from the shelf, you go out from the store and then after going out from the store you receive uh, you receive the receipt on uh, on your phone. This is the great example also how our working on our format flexibility unlocks us other locations to be present because for nano store those are the stores on the uh, average like 20 square meters area we can be present where normal Japka could not be present but also with this concept you are targeting the very young population so for them going to nano is like a great uh, like a great fun and we can see that also the assortment which we are selling there is slightly different so the assortment mix is also great from margin perspective but i think that technology which we implemented there is also technology which cannot be easily replicated by the competitors because what we did we partnered up with the startup aifi from silicon valley we spent a few years partnering with them working together so this is the tailored made solution for japka this is not copy paste or this is tailored made made solution for japka and the beauty of this concept is that if you look at other retailers again so they everyone almost is opening unmanned uh, uh, unmanned store but only one or two because it's difficult to re replicate we have the solution which we can replicate and which guarantees us, us a high economics of the stores. So we have the solution which we are replicating and we have right now 46 Japka Nano stores and we will continue opening the Japka Nano stores because they are working, the technology behind is working and we are really fully satisfied with the first results with the, which we have, but especially with the NPS and satisfaction for the customers, which uh, makes that this format creates very fast and much faster than in traditional form of the loyalty of the customers because the customer cannot find this shopping experience uh, uh, never, only in Japka Nano. Well, and of course, we got this format was awarded. Yes, so we got the European Convenience Retail Technology Award. Uh, we were the in 2000, this year, we were the winner. So we were very pleased to attend the event and, and to receive uh, this award. So thank you. Thank you for, for seeing and for analyzing the uniqueness of this format. Well, congratulations again. And that was, uh, that was a, a terrific NAX event in Berlin only a few weeks ago. Uh, now it seems like a, 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 long, a long time, but it's only a few weeks ago in, in Berlin. So I, I, your team really enjoyed that, I think, uh, Adam. Yes, they did. You're right. Well-deserved. Congratulations. <laughs>
Yeah. Well, well, very good. Actually, just before we move on to the next question, we're going to ask you about supply chain. But just a point of, I'd like a point of order, I guess, in a way that the the indoor nano that's a, can go as a store within a store, can't it? And then the outdoor nano is presumably can can be dropped uh, anywhere outdoors, you know, in a in a in a good good location um, as as a unit. So that's really interesting. And then I, I I'm I'm stating the obvious, but I'm just want to make sure I, I understand it right. And then the the nano brick bricks and mortar that's just a regular store. Yes, that presumably is a bit bigger. So uh, yes, and it's a it's a good point because you can see that nano as a as a format can be also present successfully. Uh, in the areas with this different customer flows. So for example, Nano Indoor, we opened Nano Indoor in, uh, for, you can open Nano Indoor in a big hypermarket. It was selling, for example, sports goods, which uh, uh, we did with, a, uh, uh, which we are doing. You can open also the Nano Indoor in the big offices, which we are doing. Yes, which is great. So you, when you have an office where you have 3,000 uh, employees, this is the great store to buy the sandwiches, drinks. You just enter and you go. You save your time. You don't need to waste your time in going outside from the office. And Nano Outdoor is, the, of course, uh, uh, like a brick and mortar and a separate uh, standing, standing store. The sizes, uh, all the sizes are similar. Of course, we can play with the size, but you need to be, uh, we are also aware that we put and we open Nano in the locations and areas where our regular stores uh, cannot exist because of the small area. So usually Nano is around 20, 20 square meters, if it's indoor, outdoor, or brick and mortar. Yes, but we are looking at, so we are, for example, successfully opening Nano uh, on the gyms. Yes, so it's not only high street, not only outside of the building, but successfully also inside of the building. So we are opening Nano in our distribution centers. Yes, so this is the very flexible also concept, which help us to unlock many potential locations. Very interesting, Carolyn, eh? Yeah, yeah, I'd love, I, one of these days, I look forward to getting over there to see them. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, looking at, obviously, again, uh, we're, we're looking at the, the bit the consumer sees, but... What about logistics and supply chain? Is that something you've you've also worked on, Adam? Yeah, so to uh, you know to sustain the growth, not only to sustain the growth, but to sustain daily operations, you need to have extensive supply chain. And if you look at the performance of uh, other convenience liter, uh, retailers, and you know well, logistics is the most one of the most difficult parts to nail to make sure that the, from the cost perspective, we are efficient there. So we are able successfully deliver the goods to our 8,400 stores, which are, as you could see in these different areas, different catchment areas. We are doing this through our eight distribution centers in Poland and 19 cross docks. So half of the deliveries, they go directly from distribution centers to our stores. But second half, especially for the locations in the biggest cities, in the city centers, they go through our cross docks. So we delivery grow, uh, goes from the distribution center to the cross dock and from the, and with the small cars from the cross docks to the separate, uh, separate stores. We have only 2% of the deliveries which are not going through our distribution centers. Those are the local, uh, local and regional products ordered by the franchisees. So 90, we are managing actually 98% of all the de deliveries they go through our supply chain. And in the supply chain, we also use, uh, and the, we also uh, digital transformation helped us to use 
the tools like, for example, paperless. You, we don't use any paper, so we shortened the uh, time of accepting the delivery by the franchisees uh, tremendously. We are using the uh, sophisticated uh, forecasting tools not only for our supply chain teams, but also for the suppliers to make them ready for, for example, the sales peak. Uh, we have sophisticated warehouse management systems. We are also uh, working on the uh, uh, transportation systems to make sure that we are optimizing the routes uh, between the stores. We are working on the dedicated deliveries for the stores, etc. So many initiatives which help us to stay efficient and those efficiencies which we get, we reinvest in the value for customers and for the franchisees, yes? And thanks to this, we grow our top line, top line as well. One of our uh, most, uh, our newest uh, project is uh, our new distribution center, which will be the most modern distribution center in Europe. This will be fully automated with a big, with a big uh, high bay. It will be delivering the goods to, it will be serving 3,500 stores and later on up to 5,000 stores only from one distribution centers. What is interesting, it's fully in line with our ESG agenda because it's 100% operates on a green energy. The area of this is 60,000 square meters and we implemented there all the most innovative automated solutions. Well, highly impressive. I mean, just thinking about one thing, one number you mentioned, that 98% figure, um, that's amazing, really, for, for you know, given that, uh, you know, the structure of, of, of the business. So you've almost got the same advantages as a, a, a multiple in terms of, you know, the efficiencies that you can drive in supply chain and, and so on. Yes. And, you know, the, uh, we are really focused on, on efficiencies and we mentioned digital transformation helped us to achieve it. And I want to reemphasize that those efficiencies we are reinvesting in the value proposition for customers and for the franchisees, yes? So it makes our business model really strong. Well, you said, you know, you got two hearts in Jabka. I think you said uh, one is the consumer and the other is the franchisee. So exactly. how do they fit in? Because obviously absolutely key part of your, of your business. So you, in, if you look at our network of, of the stores, our, our franchisees, they are our brand ambassadors. So we need to make sure that uh, they are happy with uh, cooperating with Zabka. So we introduced a few years ago the approach which we call franchisee-centric approach. So we have a ded dedicated teams which are work working, constantly working on the franchisee-centric initiatives. Only last year we, we introduced more than 80 franchisee-centric initiatives. And among those initiatives, like uh, you have the automatic store management or you have a, a segmentation of the assortment and we have the state-of-the-art cyber store application. So you can manage all the store activities from your smartphone, yes, even may, do, doing the ordering on or seeing the live uh, results of uh, sales of different categories. We are also implemented the tools which none of the retailers has in Poland, which we call OptiPlan. So we went through all the processes in the store and right now our franchisees, they have the tool which tells them what to do at the given moment of time and how to plan the work of, the, of his employees. What it gives, it, uh, it makes that the store is run better, but it also helps franchisees to get the productivity efficiency. So he needs to overall 
uh, he needs less FTEs, less people to do the same operations, which is additional uh, savings from economics perspective for the franchisees. And I think it's here, it's, it's important also to mention that uh, uh, our franchisees together, we are creating for 45,000 jobs. That's why we are a very important and uh, crucial part of the Polish economy. And uh, also what we are doing from franchisee perspective, from franchisee-centric perspective, helps us to maintain the franchisees' high level of satisfaction. High level of satisfaction of the franchisees is also the high level of how they run the business. So uh, this part of our business, uh, franchisees, fran being franchisee-centric, having franchisee heart is extremely important for us. Well, and I think too, it, it allows them to uh, be with the customer, the, the, the other part of the heart too, which, um, and Dan, you keyed in on the, the 98%, I keyed in on the 2% of product, which as you mentioned, Adam, allows the franchisees to have maintain a little bit of ownership on, on, on the product they carry where it's local, which is important, which also feeds into the same sustain, sustainability initiatives that are important yeah, to you as yes, well. Yes, Caroline touched on a very, uh, very important topic because for, for a franchisee uh, from Zabka perspective is a member of local community. Yes, so he serves the local needs of the local community. So this uh, regionalization from assortment perspective is very important, but what is also important to say that in Zabka business model, we combine the traditional approach to retail, which is our franchisee as a member of local community with the most sophisticated digital tools, which helps the franchisees to run the store. Very good. Now, sustainability is one of your passions, isn't it, Carolyn? You had a lot of experience working when you were with Nax on, on, on that topic. Yes, definitely. I, I, I have a shirt that says I love recycling that I wear around the house frequently. So it's a very, very important thing to not only me, but customers, um, employees, and it helps with employee retention as well. So I think um, you're definitely onto something over there. So we, we, we wanted to ask you about ESG, environmental, social and governance, uh, Adam, in terms of that. How much of a priority is that with, uh, with Zabka? So we have a very uh, strong uh, ESG agenda, which is also embedded across all our organization. And uh, we know that uh, uh, you, need to, uh, you, need, you need to have it because for our customers, for communities, for the stakeholders, it's extremely important. So our ESG agenda is around three main, four main pillars. So we want to make sure that we are creating the sustainable lifestyle for the customers, that we have the mindful business impact, that we are responsible organization, and that we are carrying, and through our uh, through our activities, we are creating the green the green uh, planet. If you look at our flagship initiatives, for example, from sustainable lifestyle, we have joint Nutri Score initiative. So when the customer is buying the product, they know if the product is healthy or less healthy. So we can promote good healthy choices. And uh, we also have some uh, targets considering this, where we want to double sales of healthy products within the short period of time. From the mindful business impact, uh, uh, mindful business impact perspective, uh, we were voted in 2020 retailer of the year, voted by the suppliers. Last year we received the same price, so this is great that we can grow the company. We are growing also our suppliers' businesses. And also from responsible organization perspective, we want to, and uh, we have five times higher employee engagement versus Poland average. Uh, 
So uh, which shows that we are really creating this uh, kind of working place. And from Green Planet, and this is very important because it also goes across all our organization, we achieved plastic neutrality in 2020 and 2021. And what we want to do is by 2025, in terms of the scope one and two, uh, we want to be climate neutral by 2025 and reduce scope three intensively in stores by that time. So we already uh, achieved many awards. Yes, we ECOVA this platinum medal. So we are actually best in Poland. We are first retailer in the CE with the validated uh, decarbonization pledge. And also we received the best ESG report in Poland uh, award. So we are not only uh, talking, but we are also doing, and uh, our ESG agenda is also right now part of our DNA and part of our strategy. Very, very good. Impressed, Carolyn? I, I am. I was going to say you need a really big shelf for all those awards, but that wouldn't be very sustainable to have to have things, right? So we'll, we'll put them all on the website, I'm sure. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> well, Adam, you know, if I can just say, I mean, uh, obviously, uh, huge brand in Poland, huge reputation in Poland and internationally. But if, you know, through this program, if we can add to that in terms of providing a bit of detail behind your strategy, you know, we're, we, it's, it, we're delighted to do so. And uh, I think huge interest in um, all the aspects of, uh, of, of the Jabka's strategy and, and your success so far. So, you know, it's a big congratulations from us. And, you know, we're delighted you're able to spend the time, you know, you, you have some busy days, I suspect. Um, <laughs> so we're delighted you, you're able to spend the time with Carolyn and I and, uh, and uh, you know, share some of this content with uh, with our global audience. So thank you very much. Yes, thank you, thank you very much. Thank, thank you all. It was really a pleasure to share some insights and highlights of our business model. And thank you again for the invitation. Thank you for listening to Shop Talk Live, the podcast. This episode was produced by Dan Munford, Nick Scherzer, Jenna Ferguson, Lorraine Evans, produced and edited by Carolyn Schneer, and music provided by Wolfgang Morley. Tune in every other Friday for new episodes of season one please subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Learn more at globalconveniencestorefocus.co.uk.